Chapter 3, Los Angeles Joan de Villiers looked at her beeper and noted the number, Marty. She called him on the cell phone. Joan, you're impossible to get a hold of! Left my cell in the car. She turned down Santa Monica Boulevard and pulled alongside of a limo. The windows were tinted and impossible to see into, but Joan waved and blew a kiss. Never knew who it might be. Did you check your email? Not yet. I've been on location all day. Ridley and Tom were having an argument. Anything serious? Everything is serious on a hundred mil picture. The gaffer has a hemorrhoid and it's serious. What was the email? It was from me telling you to check your voicemail. Joan sighed. Have you read the latest, Marty? About how cellular phones are linked to brain cancer? I can actually feel the tumor growing in my head right now. I'll buy you a lead hat, hon. Check your voicemail and call me back. Marty hung up. Joan punched the gas on the jag to blow through a yellow light, then hit the speed dial for her voicemail. She rested the phone in the caddy to play it on the speaker. You have six calls. Beep. Joan, bill at Paramount. I talked to Peter. Expect a call. Beep. This is Marty. Has Peter from Paramount called yet? Beep. Joan, this is Peter at Paramount Studios. I'm greenlighting the project. The contracts are being sent over. I look forward to working with you. Beep. Joan, Max, the reservation is at nine. Call if you need directions to Carmichael's. Looking forward. Beep. It's Marty again. Where are you? Have you been kidnapped? If you have been, let's negotiate for the option. Did Peter call? Beep. Joan de Villiers. Joan squinted at the phone. She didn't recognize the voice. I've scheduled your tattoo removal for tonight at your place. Tattoo removal? Who was this? Expect it to be very painful. See you later. You have no more messages. A horn blared and Joan swerved out of incoming traffic. She pulled over to the curb, her heart racing. Joan only had one tattoo, and she was certain no one in L.A. knew about it. Even on the rare occasion that she'd brought a man home, none had found any reason to examine the bottom of her left heel. The phone rang, and Joan jumped in her seat, banging her head on the roof of the jag. She hesitated, then hit the speaker. Joan, Marty, isn't it fabulous? Paramount bought it. Fabulous, Marty. You're going to be producing two blockbusters at the same time. Aren't you excited? Joan, what? Why aren't you excited? Marty, did you know I had a tattoo? No, I didn't. How modern primitive. When was the last time I changed my cell number? Last month, right? I don't remember. Sounds right. How many people do you think have it? I don't know. This is Hollywood, dearest. You want people to pass around your number. What's wrong? Peter did make the offer, right? Joan rubbed her eyes. Perhaps she was overreacting. It was probably a prank call or a wrong number. Or, this being Hollywood, some kind of clandestine high-concept movie pitch. I'm just being paranoid, Marty. Y- yes, I'm excited. I'll call you tomorrow. Night, hon. Joan pulled down the sun visor and checked her eyeshadow. It hadn't smudged. She finger-combed her short blonde hair and debated changing into evening wear for her date, but the idea of going home alone made her nervous.